0: 911 emergency, what are you reporting? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of We Speak Dispatch. We are super excited today because we're going international. Yeah. We'll have our special guest <laughs> introduce himself here in just a little bit. But first, Glenna, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great here in Central California. I always have to think about where I am. Central California, 80 degrees today. It's hot. It's fall. Nobody remembers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Doug, how are you doing?
1: Uh, great. Tennessee is is we're moving into fall right now. It's in the low 70s outside. It's getting to be really fall like out there
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> Halloween and, time
1: it makes it even better so yay
0: and weather wise in Iowa Doug we're similar to you and I am done giving sports updates because <laughs> every time I do these don't air for a few weeks and things change and the Hawkeyes lost so I'm gonna stick to the weather <laughs> it's 70 degrees but we're joined by a special guest somebody that I yay. met not too long ago from Ireland really? Will how you doing really? go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from
2: Hi Joe hi everybody thanks for having me on tonight. It's a great pleasure to be here and to share my 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 bits and pieces with yourselves um met Joe about as he said 2019 when uh, navigator was in Ireland uh, and he came over for a couple of days it was putting together a talk we met we had corresponded beforehand we met with Joe and had a great couple of days mm-hmm. it was funny. um it's- what can I say about myself? wow i'm a 53 year old gentleman who got bitten by the bug um for ems dare i say going back to the late 70s for emergency when emergency was on tv emergency (laughs) yes all right and that's what got me really interested in it and you know watching that every week um I, i left school um third level college wasn't an option for me so I got involved in as possible going for nursing uh, at that, that time here in Ireland it wasn't great for a man to get into nursing without going through psychiatry first so I went to work in my local hospital um, after a couple of years after leaving school and um, started as a ward orderly on the wards, helping out with nursing staff uh, ended up working in the, in the emergency department and got to see the guys coming in being in patients and i thought hmm, this looks interesting this could be something i could do i was involved with a volunteer organization doing first aid at events and things like that and um took it from there wow nice I haven't looked back since So <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe they show that
1: show emergency over there that's so funny wow
2: yeah i'm like tried my best, my damnedest to try and get it, try and get back copies and the whole lot, and I can't get anything else. I would love to watch it again. <laughs> um from well, scratch. You know? Wow. Well maybe if we make a trip over there we'll find it on DVD yes. or something and bring it yeah. with us so we asked
0: Will to come on because we wanted to talk about some of the differences maybe in an international and as he said I had the opportunity to be picked up by him in 2019 when I went over there to speak in Ireland I could not be more appreciative of how everybody treated me and for some terms I'm just going to throw a few out there for our listeners that uh EMS is the same but they also have the fire brigade if I remember correctly so we Brigades. have yes we have firefighters here they have the fire brigade and then they also have the Garda G A R D A I think is how you spell it yeah. and that would be their law enforcement so wow. if we use Garda or brigade I wanted our listeners to know what we were talking about but our first question will is pretty easy here in the United States we call 911 if we come to Ireland what number do we call if we have an emergency
2: Well, probably the best way and the easiest way is that um, since about 2015 there's been one standardised number right throughout Europe, and that is 112.
1: 112.
2: Oh, 112. Wow. No matter what European country you're in, if you dial 112, be it in Greece, be it in Italy, be it in France, Germany, Ireland, the UK, you know, anywhere, it will get you through to the emergency services in that country. Wow, oh, I like that. And now, one too. In Ireland and in the UK, we have 999 as well, which is, which is the one what everybody is on. That's around since the 50s, right? But as I say, to, to put everything on the European footing, um, even though, there, I say, with Brexit last year and the UK have left uh, Europe, the EU, they're still going to use 112 as being a European-wide emergency services contact number. Mm-hmm. Um, 112, never heard of that one. Wow. So, (laughs) uh, you have 911, we got 112. And that's (laughs) again the different setups in different countries, depending on what level, what they call PSAPs of their exchanges are. So, in some countries, mainly in mainland Europe, you get through to the emergency service operators and they try out your call and then put the call to the uh, relevant emergency service, be it the fire service or the EMS or the, the police. In Ireland, it's slightly different. In Ireland, when you dial 112, you get through the emergency call answering service and they ask you which service you require. And then depending on who you request, the call goes through to them and then they start triaging your call Then, So it's nice. Slightly, okay? Wow. Um, we don't have um, the centers which will cater for all three services, if you know what I mean. So it wouldn't, mm-hmm. be that, that, it wouldn't be that call handlers in my service will be taking police calls or fire calls. They'd only be taking the EMS calls. Yeah,
1: mm.
0: and oh, okay. one, of the things, one of the things I noticed also, Doug and Glenna, and I'll let you guys ask some follow-up questions to Will on this one. I'll let Will explain it. That really kind of caught me off guard when I came over there is Ireland is a ACE accredited, listen to this, country and they dispatch EMS country wide, not, not like jurisdiction wide or whatever <laughs> you want to call it, country wide. So we'll go ahead and explain how what the how dispatch center that I seen dispatches country wide and that you guys are all ACE accredited through the International oh, Academy of Emergency Dispatch. Wow. That's great, Joe. We've been ACE accredited
2: <laughs> since uh, about 2012. Um, so we've been looking in that respect fair and a lot of work happened and um, bit of a bit of background to how it happened was prior to, to 2010 um, each of the regional health authorities more or less had their own control um, so you had 11 different control centers within Ireland within the, the actual state um, or that actual country we call the state within the actual country um, so again uh financially the whole lot you had duplication of services duplication of systems not everybody using the one system and uh, you could have had vehicles that were doing that were uh, crossing county borders that could be driving right by an incident and not know anything about it and likewise local oh, yeah. no people mm. wouldn't know that those vehicles were there so around 2010 29 2010 there was a whole project started a whole reconfiguration of ems in ireland um, uh, around the provision and the, the, the whole control aspect, and that was to do away with the eleven different control centres and bring it down to one control centre nationally, over two sites. So what that means is we have a main control centre which is in a suburb of Dublin, which is the capital, and we have a backup centre, a, a resilient site in shannon in County Donegal, which is up in the northwest of the country. Um. And basically is we're all on the one platform, both for uh, communication software and for CAD software, all right? Um, And employing IAED, okay, PRD dispatch um, for our our, our call taking. So that allows the call handlers (laughs) in both sites to take calls for the whole country, all right? And then depending on where- The call is for what region of the, of the of the country the call is for will determine what center of the uh, the resource is being dispatched by. But so does that mean local, that uh, all of you you all work for the same agency? Yep, yeah, it's a state. It's a we're all public servants. It's a state agency. Wow. Okay. Wow. So there's we no local. Wow, we had something. We work for the we work for this we work for the state health authority. Okay, the health service executive. Huh? which is which is national yeah um and then the national ambulance service is a branch of the health service executive mm. all right? and from that you're talking about 90 odd stations uh roughly about uh, 150 to 200 resources on a day shift all right um uh, working out of eight we uh, and the whole country broke up into eight different areas can
1: you as a dispatcher can you say i want to work in a different part of the country at this point and okay. just go work over there or do you have to oh no no you stay in your own center yeah but you can't ever leave there i mean it's like if you <laughs> want to go work well, somewhere can... else well, there's only two you can you can go and work in by the right, nine, nine, one the of the two doug <laughs> well yeah. what i'm saying it's like yeah. if you get tired in
2: one it's like can you go to the other one <laughs> hang but, out so. but, but again the roster the way the rosters are designed you work on a different desk um every four weeks oh I see. Okay. That's, all, uh, that's all about building the resilience within the, within the centers oh. yeah. okay. how long
0: does it take to drive wait, i'm going to use drive how long does it take okay. to drive from the one center to the northwest center about Three and a half
2: hours
1: oh my god <laughs> that is so awesome you can't even get out and of california four. in three
2: and a half hours <laughs> that's why right. That's why if anything has has happened in twenty nineteen when we had a or twenty no twenty twenty when we had a fire in tallah Okay, in the main centre in Dublin. Um we have a I a, 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 a memorandum of understanding with the Irish Air Corps, with the with the Air Force in Ireland. Okay. Wow. And they flew us up inside the air. up the oh, how chapter. cool! because <laughs> then sort of, the other centre of Alishan is a much smaller centre and wouldn't be staffed with the same number of staff on a daily basis as the main centre would be in Dublin. So we have an MOU with the air Corps that they would fly us up. Oh my. Oh, wow. 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 So, so yeah, I'm going to more- go well, to work
1: now. I'm going to get a ride. Yeah, it's <laughs>
2: such a different thing, man. Holy
1: cow. Yeah. <laughs> so when,
0: when you guys do training, Will, how often do you train with the Garda or the fire brigade on a multi-agency response? So we will say it's something where somebody's being rescued out of the ocean. And um, how often do you guys train together with the brigade or the the Garda?
2: Uh, probably three or four times a year, you know, uh, depending on oh, um, depending on what's going on, because we're, we're in daily contact with them, you know. So uh, they know oh. us, we know them. Uh, particularly in Dublin, which is where the fire service provided ambulance service for us as well. They they, they provide eleven, sorry, uh, thirteen vehicles within within Dublin, because the capital is so big, and that and that's a long-standing agreement that goes back to the nineteen seventies. Um, that's done there, um, but as regards multi-agency uh, training and exercises, there's probably you know at least three to four a year, maybe a few more. And that's not that that's not withholding the various interagency exercises that happen that are that are mandated to happen because of CBISO uh, sites or installations that are high risk. You know that maybe chemical plants or uh, other other. Installations, fuel depots, places like that, where mm. uh, maybe a potential for uh, a big incident. So they will have a mandated exercise to have every year. Nice. Uh, which nice, means- yeah. <laughs> As well, you know. Yeah.
1: it's it's such a difference, man. It's like whoa, <laughs> it's, it's like a whole different country. So it, oh, wait, it is.
2: <laughs> so <you> know, <laughs> it, is, it is. You know, like you're you're talking about like <clears throat> Ireland, the population is just under five million. Right. Um, the that's, that's, you whole know, country. The whole country. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and that's 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 the that's the last census, which was in 2016, It it's 4.8 yeah. million. Uh, I reckon it's probably just gone over the five million by by now. The next census is due next year, so we'll look the figures. Oh my goodness. The actual okay. the actual area you get the country. Okay, the coastline. So if you go around the coastline of Ireland, it's it's just over um 3,170 kilometers, which is about 1,900 miles. Around, yeah. around the okay. Um, wow. Um, and that's you know we have every we have every kind of mix that you have. We have forests, we have plains, we have lowlands, we've grasslands. We've got we've got rivers, we've got lakes, we've got offshore islands that have that are inhabited as well, which pose their own difficulty for EMS Wait, as well. do you guys take calls from the offshore oil drills? I mean, would you get drills, a nine-one call or a one-one-two call from them? not no not from the oil we don't have oil platform but from the islands oh the islands okay oh and the islands lives. okay yeah we have inhabited islands off the coast mainly on the west coast wow so it's like next stop america you know um <laughs> after that. and uh that involves having that involves being involved with the coast guard because it may mean involving um a coast guard heli has to has to be deployed to transport yeah. Oh, wow.
0: I, I follow a lot of the um, Instagram accounts from Ireland uh, since I went over there. That was going to be my follow-up question is, who dispatches the Irish Coast Guard? I see a lot of pictures of the helicopters once in a while and rescuing people out of the ocean. Who technically dispatches the Irish Coast Guard?
2: If it's an EMS problem, if it's, a, if it's, if, if it's an EMS problem, it's, it's done by us. Within our control center, we have a dedicated a dedicated air medical desk, oh, and they look after oh. they look with the coordination of any any asset that might be involved, be it the, I, the the RNLi, is the Lifeboat Institute, the <clears> Irish Coast <throat> Guard. Okay, whether uh, he's be it for offshore or for mountain rescue. Okay, um if it's we have our own dedicate, we have two other dedicated EMS helicopters as well. One which is a, a collaboration with the Irish Air Corps, with the Irish Air Force. Uh, which is, which is, they supply the air crew and the, and, and the, and the heli, and we supply the, the medic that goes on board. Mm. Um, and we have a charity helicopter service as well. That's, that's, um, purely funded by charities in Ireland. Okay. And, um, or funded by charity donation from the public or from companies. And again, the, the company supply the pilot, but we supply the medics that, that staff it. So depending on what area the country is or what's going on the air medical desk if they if they deem they have an, a remit or might have an asset that might be of use on the call they would then take over the call and they will manage the call in its entirety so oh. once, once the call has been taken and it's identified that it needs an asset from the air corps or from the uh, coast guard or, or in LA, that, that's what will over with the control of the call they will see it through right down to organizing the elements, if need be to meet the uh, heavy at the helipad the transport on into the hospital
0: wow yeah. and i tell you what we're going to come back with a second episode with will here and i'm going to go around because i know doug and Glenn may have a few more questions and will i'm not letting you off this easy when you connect from ireland you're going to come back and join us for a second episode. <laughs> real quickly because i got a few more questions i want to talk about especially with radio communications and everything else so doug if it's all right with you why don't you tell everybody where you can reach us and tell us how we're going to come back for episode two with uh, Will from ireland
1: we are everywhere on all the podcasts we're in all the uh heard all over the world evidently (laughs) literally (laughs) literally (laughs) and it's like we're on facebook twitter instagram youtube we're all over the place please leave us a comment or question or whatever if you want to be a guest like he is then please jump on that we'll be posting these it's going to be two episodes so one episode will come up uh probably one week and then the other one will follow it probably right after that so we got them kind of in order so you can kind of see both these things, because I know I have a bunch of questions still to ask. I've been Me writing too. questions down. So it's it's going to be a great time to uh, see him and, and ask more questions. And he's going to be so tired of his people, friends across the pond over here. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
2: lo- I'm loving it already. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey,
0: thanks for joining us, Will. And here's a cheers <laughs> to you. And thanks for this one. I came over there, so I wanted to show you again as cheers. We'll see you in episode number two. two? Part two. Hey, it's Michelle, and you've been listening to another great episode of We Speak Dispatch, proudly sponsored by our friends at Zybex. 911 Emergency, what are your...